Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is. Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Hello. Hi, everyone. I am Valentina. <laughs> and I'm Patty. And this is just, just the, the worst. worst. And I am working on enunciating. Yes. We are constantly taking and evaluating the feedback that we get. Of which 90% of my friends say I need to, number one, stop mumbling. <laughs> number two, stop bearing my best jokes by trailing off. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I do that. Sorry. And I'm, and you guys have missed all of my best material. You really have. I'm the only one who's gotten to... It's all been sotto voce. Sort of hear it. Yes. How are you, Patricia? Um, I am sort of grossed out right now because I just spent the last 10 minutes watching parasites being pulled out of people's bodies. Nice. Mm. Mm -hmm. This is what happens when I'm not done with my story. <laughs> Patty has to find stuff to do. And that's the rabbit hole she went down this week. It was really, really gross. I believe it, you. It started with trying to find a worm that was being taken out of somebody's eye. Or 12. Wasn't no, that the it story? Was a, it was a 12. Well, no, there started with a story about, I don't know how, yeah, some number, but then I knew there was another video of a really long worm being taken out of Blew. someone's eye. So then I had to find that one, and then I just then spiraled just down into the bot fly removal, and so I've got to figure out where bot flyers are from. <laughs> bot my flies mouth. are from, <laughs> so I cannot go to there. I think they're everywhere. Fuck that. Poor poor people places, probably. And then plus I saw a black widow spider at my mom's yesterday, and that was scary. It's been a pretty rough 24 hours. <laughs> it's been a lot of insects in my life, sort of. The human bot fly is native to Central and South America. Okay. That's so, easy. We can avoid that. You're okay. Mm -hmm. Until my birthday. <sighs> no, I'm not going to Don't bot worry. fly land. The full staff will take care of any <laughs> bot fly oh, issues. Oh, thank you. And I can't stop inviting people, by the way. <laughs> wow. We're going to have to rent a whole Every city. conversation I have, I'm like, hey, my birthday, Puerto Vallarta. Want to come? <laughs> Just get a ticket. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Just meet us there. Yeah. And a room. Get a room, too. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Bring some cash. Buy me a cake. <laughs> it's my birthday. It's my birthday. I get a cake, right? Yeah. And a present. Not anymore. Bring me a present. All the presents. All the presents. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing for the last 10 minutes. That's good. Um, what else is going on? Mm -mm -mm. Weekend we, was pretty... Huh? Yeah, weekend happened. Yeah, boring. Olympics. Couldn't care less. No, I just... I haven't watched any of it. And normally the Olympics is a really big deal in our house because Ian loves the Olympics. Both seasons? Mm -hmm. Yes, both seasons. Interesting. Yeah. Um, anything that's like individually athletic, he's into. Uh, so all the track and field and all the racing and anything like that, he's I can't totally get into, into the winter stuff, I think, because I don't do winter sports. So I'm like, eh, how hard is that? Like, we were watching the women's moguls or something yesterday, and I was like, uh, yeah, but isn't that what they're trained to do? Like, <laughs> don't they do that, like, all day, every day? They do, yeah. What? Because I feel like we're special because horse Olympics, like, it's a different course. It's different jumps. You don't know what mood your horse is in, like... There's so many variables, but like with some of this stuff, it's like, that's the same ramp you've jumped off of every day for the last 20 years. So basically it's just you. Yeah. But the pressure of the day and 
I guess. I don't know. But then it's not really an athletic test. Then it's just a mental test. I, oh, I did go to Sizzler for dinner on Saturday. Whoa. Night. I know. Good segue. <laughs> well, this is. That reminds me of. <laughs> that reminds me of Sizzler <laughs> because they had the Olympics on there. Uh, so, Ian. Wait, I know. why did you go to Sizzler? I was going to explain because okay. Ian and I have this. He has this thing about the Sizzler from when he was a little kid. Aww. And so it was like the birthday place to go. And it was his birthday this week. So oh my God. We, I took him to the Sizzler and me and Rue and him went. Precious. So I did watch some ice skating. And there was one girl who just like nailed it. She was nice. fucking awesome. And then, like, the next three girls were just falling on their asses every 10 seconds. I was like, oh, man, how do you even follow somebody who does that well? You're just like, ugh. Yeah. With I get, Well, I guess with horseback riding, you kind of go, okay, I got to go a little bit faster around that turn. Or I got to right. da-da-da-da-da. You know what you have to do so it makes you more competitive. But these girls clearly just crumbled under the pressure. Interesting. They just yeah. I was definitely the, the asshole that was like, I'm pretty sure. And they're like, really? You think you could do that? And I was like, uh, give me 20 years, 10 hours a day. That's my only job. I'm probably good. <laughs> yeah, that is sort of an asshole thing to say. You're right. It is. <laughs> I because mean, there's very few of the people who actually do it that often that actually make it to the Olympics. But I guess I also feel like, like Michael Phelps, like that's a unique individual. Like he clearly, you can swim a million Has hours a, wing a day. Span of a yeah, fucking and he's still gonna outswim you. Like yeah, Usain Bolt is still gonna outrun you. But I don't know. There was just something about like the, and then they do this weird little like flippy thing at the end. So they mogul, mogul, mogul. So oh, it's just uh -huh. like knees, 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 knees. Uh -huh. And then there's like a ramp, and like one of them will do a backflip, but then the other ones will just do this kind of like twirl, like a penguin. <laughs> it's just. I don't, it's just a really anticlimactic ending to where it's just like, <laughs> we did it. So, and yeah. then. So, yeah, sort of like how our podcast ends every week. Yeah, just like, <laughs> Okay, we're done. That's the end of that. Nothing else to say. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. What did you do this weekend? <sighs> Saturday, I sat around and did nothing. Did I take my crack stuff? I think I did. So, I think I did some cleaning. Oh. Yeah. The crack stuff that I take now. <laughs> Except okay. I took too much the other day, and then it was just, bleh. Then I was anything. nauseated. Oh, yeah. I had to work from home. <laughs> I made myself just, sick with caffeine. There's a very fine line. <laughs> there's just, yeah. As there is with everything. Yeah, and then Sunday was brunch. Mm. But yes, like I said, then I woke up the next day, and it was like time for work again. I and I was like, well, that weekend just flew by. It did. That's why I don't do things. You just you make just it last by not doing anything. <laughs> If I just sit here, yeah, oh, it lasts so much longer. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't watch any shows. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Right, you're so far behind. Yeah, we tried to watch Itania. It looked interesting. Mm hmm. There was a debate about it. What was I listening to? Pod Save America. Love yeah, it, I, love it or leave I'm it. They were talking about it, mm. where they were trying to say like, they're team her, they team not. Should she get the redemption? Oh, I didn't want, I didn't, but there was some like the Daily or one of those shows covered it too. Oh, yeah, that interviewed her. Yeah. Like in a bar. Yeah. So, where she she like hasn't knew changed everyone. much. Well, and I was young enough to where, and also didn't care about Winter Olympics back then, <laughs> uh, where I remember like she was a thing and Nancy Kerrigan was a thing, and then Nancy Kerrigan got whacked in the kneecaps. Why? And then I remember the shoelace thing. Uh huh. But I don't 
but like I wasn't like nuanced enough to realize like she was white trash and her nobody liked her costumes and you know like yeah but she was actually one of the best skaters and around. that she landed whatever that thing was that like nobody else had yeah whatever but the alice and janney character is amazing though the mom oh. just the white trash like giant glasses with the terrible haircut and she's just a cunt to the kid <laughs> uh it was oh, good i have to watch it yeah. Apparently, when Margot Robbie got the script for it, she didn't know it was a true story. Oh. I know. <laughs> yeah, that just tells me that we're old. And we're like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, she's Australian. They have bigger... Yeah, that was the Olympics, They have though. bigger fish to fry. But it was the Olympics. That was sort of an international story, wasn't it? Or was it just only big I to us? I don't know. Okay. I couldn't name any scandals. We are a little self-centered here in the USA. I would say that is true. <laughs> it Wait, did. How could you not I know? I tried watching that Icarus documentary. Oh, I watched that. How, did it end well? I don't know. I didn't. I got. No. I'm Well, I mean, it. Russia got busted and that guy's in hiding So is now. that the same doctor? I don't think his family's still with him. I think his family's like still in Russia and he's here by himself. Hiding, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. There but was he was hilarious. He... The doctor was a nut. Yeah. He was, but... Yeah. He and it was just so funny because that whole story, like, the guy did not expect to run into that when he started the documentary, right? Like, it was... Right. He was just doing some story on... I don't know. And then he winds up doping himself. <laughs> yeah. And it's like this whole thing unwind. 40% more amazing. Yeah. It was very interesting. Yeah. But that's all. That's all I got. Yeah. And it's Valentine's Day this week. It is. Just so exciting. That's why we're going to talk about really romantic topics. Oh, yeah. Well, at mm. least you are. I forgot that we were going to do that. Sexy. It's my feast day. If you're a Catholic, <gasps> you That's would right. know that it's special if you're named after a saint. I'm named after a saint. I believe that. <laughs> Patrick? Patrick. Yeah. The Patrick. The St. Patrick. The St. Patrick. <laughs> uh... Yeah, no, someone was looking for me on Instagram the other day, and they're like, there is an abnormally large amount of Valentina Marzorati's in the world. And I was like, I know. Apparently, I'm like the Jennifer Smith of Italy. <laughs> no offense to all the Jennifer Smiths, all three million of you. Really? But it's true, yeah. And I'm friends with at least four of them on Facebook. Are you not Valentina the Fiona on I am, Instagram? but she didn't know that. Oh, okay. It's a friend that's just getting into Instagram. Okay. Because I was like, it's, it's one of the purer places, I think, to hang out. I know, but we we found that it's really not. But I still you, don't. I know. We still that. don't believe that research. All the kids were lying. <laughs> I just want to watch morons doing things and mm -hmm. kids getting hurt mm -hmm. and get Cindy. Just people crashing into stuff. I, yeah. That's what I like. And Instagram dog rescues. Have we talked about the guy that rescues all the old dogs? No. Wolfgang9942 or something? No. So he's this precious man. I, he must be gay or I don't know what's going on, but he could have any lady in the world because he just goes to shelters and picks the dogs that he thinks no one else will adopt. Aww. And he has like 10 dogs. One of them is like an Irish wolfhound uh -huh. who's the size of an elephant. And then the littlest one is his name's Engelbert. And that's how I found him was because <laughs> Humans of New York did a story about Engelbert. Because apparently this gentleman had gone to the shelter looking for another dog. But that dog had been adopted. So he walked around and was like, who's the least likely? And this dog's like, has no hair, has no teeth. So his tongue hang out his mouth, hangs out of his mouth. He's a chihuahua. He's just like a hot, like you think my dogs are hot messes. Your dogs this dog are hot messes. is like a little Skeletor, but he's the cutest thing. And he puts him in little like Superman costumes Aww. and he must weigh like two pounds. 
And he's got a pig, like a giant rescue pig, because the whole mini pig thing is right. a myth. They grow. They do not stay small. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, just a variety of blind, deaf, elderly <laughs> dogs. But he gets them to sit in these amazing, like, he's got one where he's got dresser drawers and he's got, like, them staggered in the drawers and they're all just looking at the camera and then he puts Santa hats on them and, like, lines them up on the couch and they all just sit there. And I'm like, how? He's amazing. Maybe he has them on meds. Possibly. <laughs> but, yeah, he is probably drowning in pussy because who doesn't? want a hot guy that's gonna 10 hot messes of dogs yeah that's sexy so well i think we've solved your single problem valentina why don't you get a hold of this man <laughs> i know i'm pretty sure he is probably spoken for or doesn't like ladies oh. that's my only other guess because hmm. he's very well put together <laughs> so oh, that's so my he's guess a good looking man as well um he's not bad looking yeah but yeah. he's not like that Italian dude you were following on Instagram for a while. With all the tattoos, the old Gianluca. guy. Gianluca. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's such a ridiculous human. It just, and I'm sure my attorney, Lauren, will attest to the fact that I love douchebags. Because <laughs> he is one of them. But I love his tattoos. And I, he's adorable. He is kind of and adorable. And he seems to be kind of rich and fantastic. Rich and But his girlfriend's old. like... And 17 yeah and bounce quarters off her ass she's totally tan all the time well she doesn't have to do anything but sit on one of his many boats exactly yeah yeah he's always on motorcycles and it's like that eddie is wearing he, loafers like, without socks <laughs> exactly i don't know there's just something really hot about a guy that's completely covered in tattoos wearing like a really fancy suit there is on a jet yes with no socks and loafers well i don't that's know my about aesthetic. the last part but yeah yeah, that's my aesthetic. <laughs> so anybody. So I know you're loud there listening to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Jaluka, call me a call. We'll uh, hashtag him when we put it up on Instagram. Totally. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's what I got going on. So you mentioned something about a really great romantic topic for oh, tonight. Yes. Valentine's Day is coming. It Let's is. talk about falling in love. Oh, we're going to do something that's just the best this it's week. so wonderful. <laughs> when you just meet that person, then you're just like, fireworks immediately. I was actually just talking to somebody today about that, about how great it is when you find that person that you feel like right? you could spend the rest of your life with. It's just like lightning bolts and little hearts and stars come out of your amazing. eyes. And then you're like, oh, that's my dad. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> That's what we're talking about today. That's okay, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's debatable. Mm. It's called GSA, genetic sexual attraction. Okay. And yes, and it happens when a person has been separated from a biological family member uh, and then is reunited with them, and they want to get it on. So, okay, so, like, they're separated when they're little children? Right, so you're, you're a mom, you give your kid up for adoption, you meet your kid 20 years later, and you're like, Bleh. Yeah. I gotta date that guy. I gotta fuck that guy. Yeah. Wow. Yes. That's creepy. And it works moms and sons, dads, daughters, uh, siblings. Dads and sons? Uh, moms and daughters? There was a mom and daughter one, but I did not... <sighs> 
come across. I just see so many horrible situations resulting out of that. There's a grandma grandson one too. Oh, that's like ah. yeah. What is it, Harold and Maude? I don't. That's old. I don't know. Oh, what's that? It's a movie about an old lady and a young man that oh, fall in love. Harold are they related? Maude. No. Oh, well, just age. better than this then. <laughs> uh, so there is a minute amount of science behind that um okay. because, well you are a scientist so yes let me weigh in on my community's <laughs> beliefs on this uh so it's considered just an extreme manifestation of the theory that humans seek to partner up with meats that are like themselves which makes sense i mean you've all seen couples that like kind of look like each other like when you male versioned yourself i know <laughs> everybody like told me that that is so funny it totally I, did so many people said that super creepy <laughs> that is really creepy <laughs> it's kind of like how people start to look like their dogs but weirder uh so this is called assortive mating so you're essentially looking for physical appearance mental traits and then that's going to extend to like sense of humor are they saying that those kinds of things stay like the same even though they haven't grown up in the same situation that people's senses of humor and things like that are still yes. similar yeah a lot of these cases were like it was like meeting my best friend that i've never known like we had so much in common that it was just like love that at first sight weird super creeps okay uh it holds for both physical appearance and mental traits and then there was apparently this is just science people commonly rank faces similar to their own as being more attractive trustworthy etc than average uh so there is something to be said for being into someone who looks like you which is a thing well and i guess if you didn't grow up with them you wouldn't relate to so them as a and as that's a relation. where this twist comes in yeah because you have all this shit in common with this person but you don't have and we'll yeah, there's all this yeah. okay okay so in psychology <laughs> yeah so in psychology there's something that's known as the westermark effect or reverse sexual imprinting and it's hypothetical psychological effect through which people who live in close domestic proximity during the first few years of their lives and they've narrowed it down to basically birth to the age of six become desensitized to sexual attraction to each other so obviously that's like you don't want to have sex with your brother because you're fucking brother and you <laughs> hung out with him all the time. He's gross and he's your brother. He's gross. Okay. <laughs> uh, then on the flip side, our buddy Sigmund Freud argued that as children, members of the same family naturally lust for one another. Well, that is the Freudian. That whole complex, yeah. uh, which makes it necessary for societies to create incest taboos. But Westermark argued the reverse, saying that the taboos themselves arise naturally as products of innate attitudes. Um, and then the famous Harvard psychology professor, who I know I've read something else that he did, Steven Pinker, said, The idea that boys want to sleep with their mothers strikes most men as the silliest thing they've ever heard. Obviously, it does not seem so to Freud, <laughs> who wrote that as a boy... That he once had an erotic reaction to watching his mother dressing. But the key part of this is that Freud had a wet nurse and so may not have experienced the early intimacy with his own mother that would have tipped off his per perceptual system that he shouldn't be attracted to his mother. So they're saying he kind of skipped that part and then just made everybody's life miserable by coming up with this garbage. <laughs> like, uh, no, it's just you, Freud. Sorry. It really is. You need to just stop <laughs> writing all this down. 
so then and of course there's a lot of like more specific studies so um an israeli kibbutz which is basically like a firm community. community right yeah right so they were big in the 50s and 60s um so there were anthropologists that studied kind of every facet of what life on these kibbutzes or i think kibbutzim <laughs> sorry someone sorry, jewish right people. in let us know um so they raised boys and girls together based on their ages not necessarily their families um so as their parents had hoped uh and anticipated they wanted them to marry each other but researchers noticed that even though these kids same ages could not have been more intimate with each other they showered together slept together like sleep sleep like their kids run around naked like even kind of explored each other's bodies they approached puberty there was like sex games and kissing and whatever but so despite all of this sexual freedom and this intense closeness by the mid-teens the girls were like no the boys are gross we don't want them here <laughs> <laughs> they wanted separate showers they didn't want to kiss or marry any of the guys saying that they saw them as their brothers basically yeah um and so then i think they went back and did a study of like three of the biggest communities that totaled nearly 3,000 marriages. Only 16 of them were from the same peer group. So it really just makes you not want to marry the people that you're spending all of your time with because they're too much like siblings. Yeah. So it basically kind of erases that. Um, and I guess in Taiwan, there was also a big trend um, of called like a minor form of arranged marriage where the bride was sent away as a young child, like sometimes as young as two, oh. by her parents to go live with the family of the boy that she's supposed to marry one day. Sometimes even to the point where like her future mother-in-law is actually nursing her. And the, the thinking behind it was that you want to raise the wife for your son so that she's not going to talk shit about him so that she's basically like in love with him and whatever but it turns out no they <laughs> don't want to marry each other at the end of everything and like women some of the women would turn to prostitution rather than have to marry this guy um the guys said like i will literally marry anybody else but this oh. person so like affairs were rampant <laughs> Yeah, yeah really you would think they would just be like, all right, well, we got to get married, but clearly this isn't going to no, be a sexual relationship. This is going to be yeah, an open just, relationship or yeah, something. Yeah, they grew up just way too close to And each then other. they want to go back home to the brother that they didn't know because they grew up with the husband. Exactly. And they want to marry him. Just because it's creepy. Uh, so, genetic sexual attraction, GSA. Sounds very official, very science-y. Mm-hmm. So it was sense. first identified in the 1980s by a woman named Barbara Gagno. Not until the 1980s? Well, the, the when it got this name. Okay. Was she a doctor? No. Psychologist? No. She was a lady who fell madly in love with her son <laughs> <laughs> after reuniting with him 26 years after giving him up for adoption. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to give this a science name, it, yeah. so it's okay. See, it's not real official. She wrote the book, I'm his mother, but he's not my son. <laughs> That's what she titled the book. Yeah, okay. Pretty brilliant. Uh, so she founded a Ooh. group called Truth Seekers in Adoption, which was a Chicago-based support group for adoptees and their newfound relatives uh, that had feelings for each other. Uh, so it 
basically refers to intense sexual desire that can arise between genetically related people who are reunited in adulthood after being denied the opportunity to perform to form proper emotional bonds. So she, she just made this shit up, basically. <laughs> what? Uh, and did, did she but have... it's stuck. People are all into it. They're quoting it. Like uh, doctors and psychologists are now buying into uh, what this woman said? It's more the people that are doing it. So, <laughs> okay, so they're just <laughs> latching on to whatever excuse they can. I think the... <laughs> I'm gonna come up with my own disorder tomorrow. Be like, I feel like I've got I don't like my jaw disorder. (laughs) I can no longer go. I'm averse to it. (laughs) I clearly need to be an heiress. Uh, So, I mean, there is some science behind it in the sense that yes, if you are going to be attracted to someone similar to you, and then you're deprived the part where you can be creeped out by them that you might be attracted to them so that's what's happening and then there's one study that is very hotly disputed uh evidence from the post-adoption center at university college of london suggests that gsa happens in 50 percent of adult reunion cases 50 percent. yeah so people are like i would love to hear from anybody out there that Maybe was living with like this? grew up differently than their siblings for whatever reason were separated as children. Yeah, I would like to know right? if, if anybody. So then it says, "What do you do?" In about their it? literature, it says, "Those who succumb to GSA are not sickos or freaks, <laughs> but victims who desperately need help and understanding. Their feelings are not controllable, but with scientific research and support, we can give them some degree in control over this devastating affliction." I wonder. So that is interesting because. Are they really uncontrollable? I mean, that's with all these stories. These people are like, uh, it was not anything I could help more than I could help, you know, like being hungry. So would it be better, do you think, than to just, all right, let's just go with it because we both feel this way? Or like, hey, we probably never can see each other again because this is clearly well, not the right thing they've to do. All, everybody's tried different versions of that. And they just end up back together? It depends. It totally depends on these God, people. God, that's so crazy. Uh, so then it did go into this kind of interesting bit where it was saying, obviously, to most people, parent-child incest is as repellent as pedophilia, uh, to which it is obviously often linked in obvious and complicated ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can be pretty schizophrenic on this issue, calling one's male sexual partner daddy is commonplace. No, we've already discussed that that is not okay. We don't like that. No. <laughs> um, and Ever? parent-child sexual attraction is often parodied frequently in pop culture, but not father-daughter, more mother-son. The examples were uh, Margaret and Billy Chenoweth in Six Feet Under, which I never saw. I did, but I don't remember. Lucille and Buster <gasps> Bluth and Arrested Development. Which we all know. And it is played to hilarity. <laughs> <laughs> and perfection like anyone would want to are her <laughs> uh, and Jillian and Jimmy Darmody in Bo- Boardwalk Empire and there's a reason for this and they say within a patriarchal system the idea of father-daughter incest is especially disturbing because it's already entrenched in so many of our traditions as well as our most cliche gendered stereotypes the reluctant father walking the daughter down the aisle on her wedding day Okay, that already creeps me out, too. Right. This is bringing me right back to Purity Balls. Yeah, it's right on Purity Balls. Mm -hmm. Like, as though he had previously owned her sexual being. Um, The jealous father trope. um, The father who attacks or humiliates all of the potential suitors. Right. 
Like those fucking stupid, like, 10 rules for dating my daughter. Uh-huh. Shut up, you redneck. <laughs> <laughs> the How whole, dare you try to protect right, me? The whole daddy's girl trope. Uh. And, yeah, all that fucking weirdness. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I do know a girl at one point that did have that tattooed right across the top of her ass. Oh, like a tramp stamp? Daddy's girl? Yeah. Nice. And very, very, yeah. So weird. So weird. Well, they did have a very weird relationship. <laughs> It was not done in kindness and love. Oh. Or done in like, fuck you, dad. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. That's, that's, yeah. That's not better. Uh. <laughs> well, apparently he was attracted to her. What uh, is he supposed to do? Yeah, I mean. Ugh, so gross. Uh, so the whole article that started my whole interest in this, much like the what it's like to date a horse. Yes. Mm-hmm. This article is called What It's Like to Date Your Dad. So apparently this is a, like a thing that this magazine has. This Human is sexuality. from The Cut, which I think is part of New York Magazine as well. New so, York Magazine. Jeez. Just going rogue. Seriously. So okay. this was the most in-depth, like morbidly fascinating, oh my God, what, uh, story. So I'll tell you a little bit about it. Uh, so the basic premise is that the parents met when they were really young mom got pregnant i think she was like 16 dad stuck around for a hot minute and that was like bye um the mom was kind of crazy a little bipolar controlling dated really terrible guys she didn't let the daughter date she didn't let the daughter have like full facebook access like she had her passwords and all that shit Uh um so the dad lived about an hour away and kind of came back into the little girl's life when she was about three about five like they would hang out on weekends and he would spoil her but the mom fucking hated him but also had like terrible other husbands in the meantime and had other kids in the meantime um so the mom's always fighting their relationship so the dad is finally like okay this is just a pain in the ass but so then when the daughter's about 17 she actually gets her facebook privileges to herself uh, and she gets friended by what she thinks is her grandpa because whatever his name is John Smith or whatever um, has the same name as her dad so she thought like whoa my grandpa is on Facebook like go to go grandpa turns out it's her dad okay so she friends him and it turns out he's been trying to friend her for years but the mom's been going in there and like literally cock blocking but she doesn't know it <laughs> Uh, so they decide to meet and Mm then and i don't know where i mean i'm sure it's not you know beverly hills that this is happening because the way this girl talks is just remarkable so her quote here uh we chit chatted online for a few days and found out we were similar we shared the same favorite tv shows the simpsons and the big bang theory and we both love to draw which all i can think of is number one if you like the Big Bang Theory, don't ever talk to me again because it's the worst show in the world. Ooh, it's terrible. This might be fighting words. I've never been able to sit through an episode, so I don't Because know. you can see every joke coming towards you like a goddamn rocket where you're just like, <laughs> they're not going to, they're not, oh, they did. Okay, that's terrible. Uh, and then the fact that it. they both love to draw just makes me think of Best in Show where she's like, we both love soup. We both love talking. We both love not talking. Like... 
Oh, wow. <laughs> you do have a lot of Romance. Uh, so they both love to draw. He came to see me about a week later. You wouldn't have believed we hadn't been around each other for 12 years. The idea of getting to know him seems strange because we are so much alike. He came and hung out all day, and then I asked him to come... Then I asked to come spend a week with him. He lived in a small town, no shit, about 30 minutes away. I think my mom knew I was going to move out, and it was really getting to the point where I needed to escape. She was so controlling. So that's not even like a cohesive sentence, but whatever. Mm. So now we're getting into, this is not like a written article in the sense, it's an interview. So then the interviewer says, can you remember what it was like the moment you and your dad were reunited? Was there an instant attraction? It was so weird and confusing. I was seeing my dad for the first time in forever, but it was also like, he's so good looking. <laughs> and then I was like, what the hell are you thinking? What is wrong with you? I saw him as my dad, but then also part of me was like, I'm meeting this guy who I've been talking to over the internet and really connecting with, and I find him attractive. And he's only, what, like 17 years older than her? Yeah. About, yeah. Okay. Uh, was there a single moment you realized you were sexually attracted to your dad? After I'd stayed with him for about five days. <laughs> what happened? He was living with his girlfriend. On the first night, he slept on the couch, and I slept on the floor just to make sure that I was okay. Sorry, what? what? Right? He slept on the couch, and she slept on the floor? Or yeah. Or vice versa? So then the interviewer was like, why was that? <laughs> Sleeping in new places makes me very anxious, so I asked him to stay with me in case I had one of the terrible nightmares I usually experience. The second night, I had him sleep on the couch again, and then the third night, I fell asleep with him on the floor lying on his chest in his arms the fourth night rolled around and we ended up on the floor again this time we actually cuddled when he woke up we were spooning i didn't know this at the time but later after we admitted our feelings he told me he had had morning wood and had gone to oh. fix it <laughs> and then the interviewer says did you feel it no i was asleep and he quietly snuck off to the bathroom uh to masturbate no he just went to pee <laughs> He didn't want me to see that he had had an erection. Later that day, we went shopping because I'd grown out of all my shorts. Like, <laughs> in five days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they fed her really well. <laughs> I mean, but just like the fact that this person oh. claims to be an adult that's making adult decisions <laughs> right. for themselves. And these are her fucking answers to these questions. Yes. Like, I, I just had to leave it all in. Mm -hmm. So I asked him if he could buy me some new ones. I was trying them on and asked him how I looked and he said I looked good. And I felt like I was picking up on something more, but I pushed it out of my head. That night we were play wrestling in the room I was going to sleep in and I bit him. How what? Okay, so she does have a room. She didn't need to sleep on the floor. I'm very confused it's, by this whole thing. It's not a cohesive narrative. No. He was wearing a pair of basketball shorts and a tank top, so they're not white trash at all. Uh, and after I bit him, I could see goosebumps pop up from his toes to his shoulders. Then he pinched my inner thigh, and I got goosebumps. We stopped. We said we didn't know what was going on, but admitted that we had strong feelings for each other. We discussed whether it was wrong, and then we kissed. <laughs> so clearly, they didn't come to the conclusion that it was wrong. <laughs> no. And then we made out, and then we made love for the first time. Five days into the relationship, huh? That was when I lost my virginity. Oh, Jesus. Did you tell him you were a virgin? Yes. 
I told him I wanted him to be the first person I made love to. We talked about how it could be awkward if it didn't end up working out. <laughs> yeah, or if or it did. did right? <laughs> he also said that if I didn't feel comfortable at any point, I should tell him. And But she's 18 now? 17, 18. Yeah. Okay. I think at the time of this interview, though, I think she's probably a couple years older. Um, what was it like? There's a reason I lost my virginity to him because I'd never felt comfortable with any other man. Mm. I wonder why. Right. I feel like you probably have creepy some dudes coming in out of your house. Yeah. It was insanely sensual. It lasted for about an hour and there was a lot of foreplay. We both had orgasms. We are so similar, so it's so easy to sexually please each other. For example, we both love neck biting. I've never been in a more passionate, loving, fulfilling situation. This is her dad, mind you. Right. Love. Yes, I have not forgotten that fact. <laughs> Don't ever let that escape. I'm trying to encompass all of this information and synthesize it, and it's not working yeah. out very well. This is Fifty Shades of No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even the first time, because it's not usually the best sexual experience. That's what I said. I'd heard that it would hurt, so I was expecting pain, but we were both so careful with each other. I think it was also a good experience because most guys my age are only interested in having sex with you. I could tell that wasn't the case with him. With my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then she asked if she felt coerced. No. What was it like afterward? It wasn't weird at all. It didn't even feel taboo. It felt like I had just made love with a man I'd been with for years. Uh, did you think that a relationship was a possibility? We discussed it before we had sex. I told him I was saving myself for someone who I'd be committed to for the rest of my life. It was important for me to make it clear that if I made love to him, he was in a relationship with me. Uh, uh, he is. He's your fucking dad. He's already in a relationship with you. Why are you doing this? And where's the girlfriend that he lived with? I know. Poor thing is probably like in the master bedroom. Like, wow, what the what's fuck going is on going here? on in there? Cool. Uh, I didn't regret it at all. I was happy for once in my life, and we felt deeply in love. Had you been depressed before that? <laughs> I have struggled with chronic depression, and I was bullied at school. I was bullied about my weight and the fact that I wasn't pretty enough. But when my dad and I started dating, I became more confident. <laughs> I can't even say that. Did she that. really say it that way? Like, she's not calling him by his first name. She's still calling when him my, dad. When my dad and I started dating, I became more confident. Okay, and it's there. funny how much more attractive that makes you feel. Uh, how quickly did he end things with his girlfriend? We made sure to move out of the girlfriends immediately because we knew we couldn't be together there. Before her, he was with a woman for eight years, and she's now our roommate. Talk about awkward for the first three months. <laughs> uh, did you tell her about the nature of your relationship? She found out when she heard us making love. I guess we didn't realize how thin the bedroom floor was. <laughs> <laughs> she really didn't mind now we're like a little family she calls me her daughter okay okay <laughs> no this is just <coughs> that makes it weirder i don't know if she realizes that weird on weird on waffles like this is just too much how many people know about it everyone on my mom's side of the family sees us as just father and daughter those who know that he's my dad and that we're engaged Include my father's parents. They can see we're happy together and they can't wait for us to have babies. Wait, no. No! Yes! No, 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 They no. treat us just like any other couple. 
the women we live with and my best friend. You're engaged? <laughs> I'm planning a full-on wedding, but it, we, we won't be legally registered. And personally, I don't believe you need a piece of paper to prove that you want to be with the person you love. When you get married, you're signing part of yourself over to somebody. We'll tell everybody that we got our marriage license, but they don't have to see it. One of our friends will act as the celebrant. Uh, will you have a wedding? Do you have it planned? Yes, I wanted to represent our uniqueness, so we aren't doing a white wedding. And this is just so fantastically oh i can't wait to hear the color scheme is black and purple <laughs> sure you don't want to throw some teal in there because i'm pretty sure that's what i was doing when i was 16 in the 90s oh uh and we're both gonna wear converse tennis shoes he is wearing jeans and a nice dress shirt he says he's not wearing a bow tie but it's my wedding and i'm saying that he is <laughs> It's not his wedding. No. <laughs> my my dad's going to do what I tell him. <laughs> my best friend will be Or I won't have sex with him like, for Who a week. walks her down the aisle? <laughs> he does. Does he go and then Maybe change, his dad then change can. his clothes? <laughs> Maybe his dad can walk her down he the aisle. He walks her down the aisle without the bow tie. <laughs> and then he goes back and throws out a clip on. <laughs> my, Hands are off to himself. My best friend will be my maid of honor and she'll be dressed in purple. Cool. My grandmother and grandfather. My fiancé's parents. Okay, now he's the fiancé. Okay. Not her grandparents. They're going to attend. Oh, and here we go. And my grandpa will give me away. Uh, see, I was right. The tables will have bouquets of trees without leaves to represent our marriage, which will be like a growing tree. My dress will be black. There's so many questions. She's still 17, right? Your family <laughs> because... tree is now just a stick also. So the, is that because... the point? Like there's just no branches <laughs> sticking to the stick. <laughs> How do you manage to hide it from your mom? Oh. Is it difficult to keep it a secret? She doesn't live in the same town as us. We visit her together a couple times a month. Occasionally we slip up and call each other babe or other goofy little nicknames. She acts like there's something up, but she doesn't know what the hell it is. We recently got tattoos together. Mine says, I love my peanut butter because I call him my peanut butter. We put that together. Thank I'm going to go throw up now. His says, I love my jelly because that's what he calls me. What father and daughter do you know who have names for each other and tattoos like that? She just said, oh, those are cute. She plays dumb about it. Uh, so are you going to have kids together or are you going to adopt? We'll have kids together. Will you tell your kids that their father is your dad and their grandfather? <laughs> We've decided that most likely we won't. I don't want to give them any problems. <laughs> Would you feel comfortable keeping such a big secret? That's something I'll have to figure out. His mom and dad will want to spend time with the grandkids, so we'll have to decide how everyone will be known. <laughs> you think? Oh, my God. Do you worry about the potential genetic problems associated with having kids with your biological father? Nope. I wouldn't risk having a kid if I thought it would be harmful. I've done my research. Everybody thinks that kids born in incestuous relationships will definitely have genetic problems, but that's not true. That happens when there's, like, years of inbreeding, like with the royal family. <laughs> Incest has been around as long as humans have. Everybody just needs to deal with it as long as nobody's getting hurt or getting pressured or forced. Okay, okay. <laughs> there's so many kids 
There's so many people having kids who will be passing on health problems. People with diabetes or mental health issues or AIDS. My mom was allowed to have kids and both her mom and her are bipolar. My research tells me the only real genetic risk is high blood pressure. <laughs> Which is controllable. I think people only worry about it because they look to the genetic problems that incurred when incest was happening generation upon generation. They say, well, look at Henry VIII. But he was only a genetic mutant because they kept it in the family for so long. So she is well read. <laughs> wow. Is the father-daughter dynamic part of your sex life? Not usually, but it has come up a couple times when one of us blurts out baby girl or daddy or something. Last time it happened, we both stood up, stopped what we were doing. It caught us off guard. Uh, what's it like to know that your fiance once had sex with your mom? <laughs> So long ago, it's really just the same as thinking about your boyfriend having sex with an ex-girlfriend. I never experienced them as a couple. And you know how I know how you feel about that. No, totally. <laughs> totally on board. You're still not over it. <laughs> no. And that was at least 15 years ago. And then we get a little bit more best in show. What sort of things do you have in common? We both like being outdoors. And we're both interested in artistic things like photography and painting. We both have an extreme love for animals. We have five dogs. We like the countryside and equine activities, <laughs> which is what everyone who has horses calls it. <laughs> right. He was in FFA when he was in high school, and so was I. What's Our, an FFA? Uh, Future Farmers of America. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a, um, what's the other one? 4-H? Like, yeah, 4-H thing. Okay. Our favorite food is chicken. <laughs> Our second favorite is fish. <laughs> we both like computers <laughs> and video games. And we both want a big family. Oh, God. Is he physically your type? Definitely. He's alternative and has piercings and tattoos. Do they have pictures of them in the No. Oh, I know. They're anonymous. They won't, you know, they got to hide oh, from the law. Oh, I guess that's true. They do. Do you look Do alike? they have to hide from the law? Oh, yeah. It's really fucking illegal. Really. Even if they're both of age. Yes. Okay. What do they do? Put them in jail? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you look alike? I don't think we do. People just really take us as boyfriend and as boyfriend and girlfriend. I guess we have similar bone structures. But he's dyed his hair and he looks young for his age. So most people think he's in his 20s. I don't know why that's relevant at all. Uh, what's your response well, he to people? couldn't be her father, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what's your response to people who just can't get their head around your relationship? I just don't understand why I'm judged for being happy. We're two adults who brought each other out of dark places. People need to research incest and GSA because they just don't get it. And I don't think they understand how often it happens. So here's how often it happens. A lot, apparently. I want to know their, I want to know what's going on with them now. I know. Right? Like what happens when she turns 40 and looks back on her life and goes, Holy shit, I was a totally what screwed up teenager and my dad had sex with me and then married me and we have children. Seriously. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Uh, so there was a case in New Mexico recently. Oh, great. Why is and it the, always New Mexico? They're really cheesy <laughs> English newspapers like Daily Mail and The Guardian uh -huh. that I love because they will, they're like the National Enquirer. Right. It's garbage. So this one comes out of New Mexico. 36-year-old Monica Mares and her son, 19-year-old Caleb Peterson, are madly in love. Mm -hmm. And let me just tell you, if she's 36, then I am nine because <laughs> she is just 10 miles of bad road. So they have pictures of her. Oh, they have pictures, yeah, because okay. they're like out and about with this. 
he is the love of my life and I don't want to lose him. My kids love him. What? My, yep. She her, like so his brothers and sisters love him? She has nine children. Number one, she's 36. Number two, she has nine children. Number three, they live in a trailer park in New Mexico. And he's the oldest of her children? Yes. Okay. Um, so they're his My whole family loves him. Nothing can come between us. Not courts or jail. Nothing. She says she would even give up the right to see her other children Aww. if she was asked to choose between them and her lover. That's terrible. What a yep. horrible, horrible she woman. She gave birth to him when she was 16 and subsequently gave him up for adoption. They reconnected on Facebook. So let's cool it with the Facebook. Facebook is Girl. the devil. This is not how Zuckerberg saw this. <laughs> they, Getting families back together. Yep. One Aww. gross, sexy time. <laughs> After another. Uh, she said their relationship was normal at first, but then feelings started to develop after they began living together in her trailer. With the other nine children? At first, I told him, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know how you're going to react to this, which I'm pretty sure is not how she talks. Uh, I'm your mom and you're my son, but I'm falling in love with you. And he said, you know what? I am too. I was scared to let you know. He was falling in love with his mom and I was falling in love with my son. At first, the couple lived happily nope. together in Mary's mobile home with her two youngest children, Uriah and Joseph. Where Keeping, are the other children? I don't know. Keeping their relationship a secret from the world. They all have different dads also. Of course. Because one of the dads is on board with their relationship. But he's not either. Like, he's not her current husband or the last one. She yeah. has a husband, but she's also dating her son. I think they're divorced. It's oh. very good. Who can keep this? Somebody shows? please straighten this out for Her us. Her youngest son even mm -hmm. began calling Caleb dad. Oh. So that's his little brother calling him dad. But police soon found out about the clandestine affair during a call over a row between the family and some neighbors. The couple was charged with incest, a fourth degree felony in New Mexico. So currently, they, the last I heard, they are. Um, not allowed to see each other. How she you... faces jail time. Uh huh. He might not because he's young. Um, so he would be like the abused person in this case, probably. Yeah, I think he's considered like almost a minor or something. Yeah. And then there's another one. I mean, there's like 20 of these. These are just the highlights. Uh, the latest has emerged this week, which was not this week. A 43 <laughs> year old woman and her 23 year old daughter. Who have been arrested and charged with incest after authorities in Oklahoma discovered they were married. Misty Spann was raised by her grandparents after her mother Patricia lost custody. Mother and daughter were reunited two years ago and records show the pair married in March of this year. According to reports, Patricia said she didn't believe that she would be breaking the law by marrying Misty as her name does not appear on her daughter's birth certificate. How's that possible? Now, hold the phone. She had previously married her son, Jody, <laughs> in 2008 with the marriage annulled two years later. Oh, no. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Patricia Span, you need to stop. I, I gotta say that now. these stories are sort of ruining the scientific idea behind GSA. Well, and that's that why they they're all like it. these really fucked up families Completely. that have all kinds of boundary issues and yeah, none disattachment of these disorders yeah. and shit. I mean, these people don't have all their teeth. They, I mean, they're 
Uh, well if you i mean like the one girl right you grew up with a bunch of different dads that are all terrible and your mom's bipolar and you're looking for any sort of yeah and this guy's like nice and moderately stable and like yeah oh jesus uh Mm. so christina who is involved in an illegal relationship with her half-brother in minnesota says our whole community is watching these specific cases and looking for updates it needs to be brought to the attention of everybody in the country and people need to start thinking differently it was the same with gay people just a few years ago and now they can get married and they are accepted well why not con Sanguinamorous people like us. That is a name that she has made up. <laughs> Consanguinarius? Consanguinamorous. Con- so, so same con blood. would be same. Yeah, sanguine same is blood, blood and then amorous is okay. love. We're all adults. We're not pedophiles. There's no domestic issue. We're in love. We want to be together. But we're related. That shouldn't be a deciding factor. Well, I have to say, I don't understand putting them in jail for it. Like, I don't understand how you police that unless yeah. there's minors that are... Right. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like it would be pretty hard to actually enforce that sort of a law. Yeah, I mean, people make plenty of terrible decisions that they don't have to go to jail for. Yeah. Like, girls dated Hugh Hefner. (laughs) True. Like, you can't put them in jail just for being like, what? What are you doing? Yeah. So, this girl, Christina, her um, cause is called Friend of Lily. And this is similar to friend of dorothy as far as being on board with gay rights okay so friend of lily is a phrase coined by full marriage equality which is this girl christina's group and represents quote someone who is in an adult consensual incestuous relationship or has experienced such a relationship someone who is consanguinous or has experienced consanguinary <laughs> consanguinary just saying it too much that, that thing mm-hmm. it's akin to the phrase friend of dorothy it stems from a novel by an author named diane ranella called love's forbidden flower and the main character of lily beckett who apparently falls in love with a family member so they have a logo. They have a whole fucking flag and an Is emblem. Is it consanguinarius? It's, yes. Okay. So it's a lily. Of course. Uh, so this is, Christina made this. So red, part of it's red, representing the blood that binds us together in this rare opportunity of double love. <laughs> Green okay. has an emotional correspondence with safety, as in the safety of being with family. It also represents endurance, as our relationships must endure so much discrimination and hate from those people that cannot or will not understand. Purple, representing the mystery and magic of our relationships. It is a very rare color in nature. I don't actually think <laughs> I don't think it really I is. I don't actually think that's true. <laughs> a lot of purple out there. Uh, as rare as our relationships, we are the rare few in this world who are presented with this opportunity of double love, and we are rarer still as we are the few who had the courage to seize the most, this most rare opportunity. Black. Representing the mystery our relationships are shrouded in due to the oppressive laws we must live and love <laughs> under. The flower itself representing the friends of Lily and a nod to the Forbidden Flower series. Of books written by Diane Ranella. The circle around the flower represents the circle of family, lover, best friend, and soulmate. The circle is our relationships coming full circle. Wow, that's really deep. 
that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was quite a lot to say. It's a lot to it's take a lot in. to digest. So yeah, so then there was, yeah, so then there's the grandma and the grandson. I think they're in Australia. I want to say there's a lot of these cases, or at least written up in England. Quite a few. Then there, well, they do have a history of there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then there's a couple. There were a couple siblings that uh, were adopted out and actually got married and didn't know that they were siblings. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of that horrifying. Would fuck you up. That would really fuck you up. Um, then there's one girl that wrote an yeah. article where like she really wanted to have sex with her dad and he really wanted to have sex with her, but then they didn't. Now she doesn't want to talk to him. So okay. And is that because she doesn't want to be tempted? Or is she just yes. mad? Okay. Yeah. And then she thought he was kind of like manipulating her. Because I think, well, she kept just no saying way. like, and then we had oral sex. But she's not saying who's doing what. So I don't know if he's just like, <gasps> why don't you blow me? And yeah. Then, and then she'd go like puke and die and feel like a horrible person. But then she was attracted to him at the same time. But whatever. It's a, I, mean, I don't know it's how you get around, hole. like, how you get around the like, this is just wrong idea. Like how you ever feel get around that but i mean i also don't not that i'm defending it but i also don't know what it's like to be presented with a stranger oh yeah that is that someone tells you is related to you know what i mean yeah no i could see i mean like i could see how i could see how it could happen i guess yeah because you you don't have that family relationship with the person so it would just be like any other person you met yeah but once you knew like, I don't know how you yeah. get around with, like, all right, like well, we'll just make this work. I'm definitely hooked up with guys where everyone's like, that's a terrible idea, and he's a monster of a human. And I'm yeah. like, but I want to make out with him. But he's cute. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. So that's I guess pretty I, crazy. I guess that's something to be thankful for, that this is not a problem that you have to live with. So that's, that's a plus. That is a plus, yeah. One I'm, more thing to be I, thankful for. Yeah, Ian and I are not stuff. related. We're not from the same the parts of the world. You know of. Well, his family hails from Norway. Ah. Uh, Norwegian. Yeah, Larsen. Norwegian. Yes. And mine from Ireland. Mm. And France and England. Well, so I, yeah. I mean, we're all related, but whatever. Right. Not I like mean, if we go back to the original Adam and Eve, right. of course we're all related. No, I can remember when I was really, really little, we had like a cousin come over and he was much older but he was like a model and i can remember just like hiding in my bedroom and like staring out the window into the backyard where everyone was hanging out and being like he's really cute but i mean i was like seven and it was just like a cute guy yeah and he's your cousin that doesn't i mean i think right. that's still legal <laughs> yeah you could have totally made that happen Valentina. <laughs> right. i don't know what your hold up was i know i do have one cousin who just like no, cannot stay married to save his life but he's like the sweetest guy my mom's like, you know, and I'm like, she Mother. did not. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming you Italians. she's joshing me, <laughs> but still, yeah, it's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. But yeah, I mean, woo. Wow. Like every topic, it's a rabbit hole. And if you want to learn more, there's there's not any good. Well, no, there's there are, more to learn. There are photos, but. I do want to see some of the photos. They're, we'll have to maybe post them. These are the worst looking people. Maybe we like post. The New Mexico people are just. That's why I'm so excited to move there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm looking good here. Oh, uh, God. They're going to crown you their queen. <laughs> I mean, Miss New Me- Mrs. New Mexico? Um, yeah. God damn it. What was I going to say? I don't know. I don't know either. That that's 
Awesome topic. Oh, Happy yeah. No, Valentine's maybe we can post Day. some pictures in the Facebook group so that people can see these lovely folks. <laughs> I know. Monkey. I know. Monkey is so damn cute. Monkey. Uh, okay. Anything else yeah. on this topic? Happy now Valentine's that we've really Day. wished everybody a very happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. Yep. Just, you know, grab on to your loved ones. Yeah. Maybe go through your family trees together. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure, you know. But yeah. Apparently it happens all the way. It's pretty gross. So, but I think we've now run out of what it's like to date dot 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 articles. Oh, I'm sure we'll find more. Yeah, we probably can. We can probably. But then, oh, and then I went on some, one of those, like, you know, whisper where people, like, confess oh, things uh-huh. anonymously. And there was a ton of, like, siblings and twins that were like, oh, we got super drunk one night. Next thing I oh. knew, like, my brother was deep-throating me. And I'm like, Bleh. And then, like, so. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. basically what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, but then there's some of them that are like identical twins that are like, it's not weird. It's just like I'm fucking myself. And I was like, that's weird. I might be into that. <laughs> well, so you know I what? Like, but you hear stories all the time of like, oh, some guy like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I had sisters or whatever. So clearly they were like, you know, I mean, I don't know that. Had, that's the like, like they had sisters? sex no had sex with two sisters right oh, so like oh and moms and daughters yeah and that's, that's like, like a, a thing. thing too yeah so and apparently porn. yeah right yeah basically i can't and even just... imagine but guys are so weird about just having sex in front of each other in general you know what i mean like you think of like any mm. movie where there's just like bachelor party i was thinking wild. i was like going through my own life going to I have a lot of guys I know just had sex with people in the hallways and stuff. Like, I feel like guys have no shame about fucking girls in front of each other. I don't know. I've but, never been in that situation. Well, neither have I. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I just, <laughs> just think of movies. If it hasn't happened in my own personal experience, I, I don't know how to take it. <laughs> can't pr- cannot process. <laughs> but, I mean, guys are just weirder about being comfortable together anyways. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know, like, I can't understand, like, I wouldn't think that I'd be like, dude, I would totally love to hook up with two brothers. Like, I don't understand, like, the... No, because there's that whole, like, sliding scale about two girls together is hot, two dudes together is But they're gay. also brothers. <laughs> like, I don't understand, like, why Why is that cool to yeah, watch I've two sisters? Yeah, I've never understood that about Or guys, a mom and a like, sister. Two Swedish like, twins. Yeah, like, I don't... Like, why? yeah. I don't understand what the it's extra got to be a dude. I mean, it's obviously the extra a cool thing. thing is that they're related. It's just weird to me. Is it just because it's dirtier? I don't and know. And like, so that's cool. I don't know. Anyway, please weigh in. Yeah, I've, tell I've, us um, about your Valentine's Day. I was actually I was talking to Ian the other day, and I was like, I was wondering because he's in the group, right? Like he doesn't, but he's in it. <laughs> he lurks. So, so I was like. I was wondering if you ever look at any of the comments that are in there and just like, what the fuck? What is my wife talking and about? And he's like, no, 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 no. Because he hangs out at this cigar shop all the time. So we were getting into this whole conversation about what happens in the cigar shop and how it totally changes when a woman walks in there. Oh, I bet. So I was like, okay, well, then you're not surprised by anything you're going to hear in that group. And he's like, no. Mm-mm. So it was, but oh, it was pretty good. funny. Was but like, now I want to know. Now I want to be a fly on the wall in a in cigar shop. In the cigar shop? They they were talking about a show and I looked up a couple of them, but it's like a, I think it's a Vice show called Slut Ever. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so I they watch that. that in the like a bunch of the guys oh my God, and they watch it amazing. and they just do commentary. He's like, I might take a video of it one time and just send it to you. Yes. So you can see what they say. They can guest star. On and that's their podcast. their 
their phrase now is whatever <laughs> to each other all the time. Yeah, I watched an episode of that. The girl, that's like her catchphrase, the uh-huh. post it. And she was trying to have this like nice little old lady who does like relationship and like online profile consulting. Uh-huh. And so the girl's wearing like a shirt that just says whatever, like in bed looking freshly fucked. And the little lady's like, are you sure that this is what you want to be putting out there? And she's like, it's literally my brand. And she's like, well, I don't know what kind of guys you're going to meet. She's like, that's not the point of my life, lady. But yeah, whatever the new Vice channel. What is happening? I don't know. Oh. I know what's happening. Is this like the Oscars? And we're being like, (laughs) (laughs) you're done. You have talked for too long. No, it's. Number one, why? Number two, what are you listening to? I'm not listening to anything. Is that like meditating music? It's, it's a... (laughs) It won't stop! There. I just want to hear those four (laughs) chords over and over. I'm (laughs) So, I have this, we have this integrated phone system. So, it's my phone, this is my work computer, and my phone's ringing through my work computer, and I was trying to decline the call... But it's melodious. But it won't stop. That's so a, I had to turn the volume that's a nice off. Sorry, everyone. Down. No, it was. <laughs> Did it, it, nice, but it really was a like, nice Zen way to kind of end the episode. This show should be over now, ladies. <laughs> you have talked a lot. Yeah. So we need to say happy Valentine's Day again. Yep. And Feel if free to you like the show, tell us. Subscribe to tell the show. Friend. That would be awesome. Tell, tell a all friend. Your friends. Um, it would be great if you would rate and review the show on any um, podcast app that you use. But subscribing would be great. Um, yeah, share it with friends. Yeah, we'd um, we'd also love to have you as part of our online community. You can find us at Just the Worst Pod on Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. and at JTW Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And if you really, really like the show. You can support us financially at patreon.com forward slash just the worst Not just financially, but emotionally. It really is kind of more of an emotional support, honestly, because it's like there's just just nothing like seeing this thing come through. Like so-and-so just like. There is no other way that you giving anyone a dollar can make anyone as happy as it makes us. There was a guy that was sitting out in front of Pete's today that might have been as happy as me about getting a dollar. That's very true. Yeah. (laughs) But. But still. I didn't give him one, so <laughs> there's that. <laughs> um, but yeah, and there we have rewards for every um, every level of patron, so any support is super welcome, super exciting. and um, Yeah, we're we still waiting for that $100 pledge where <gasps> we get the wow. tattoo of your choice. I've already done that, and yeah. it was only $20. Well, you're... And that was for one of our newer patrons, um... Oh no, that was Mike. That Sorry. was Mike. That's our Mike patriarch. was our very first Patreon patron. He's our patriarch. Yeah, um, but we do have a few new Patreon supporters. Tell me about them, um, Daniel Kanashiro. I'm whoop, probably whoop, not whoop. spelling your name right or sounding. I spelled it Don't right. Spell I might it not have either. said it right. Um, Terry McGee. Terry McGee. Who I who I who I um, respond is like, oh my god, thanks for your support. I should send you a mug, and he's like, you already sent me a mug. And I was like, okay, never mind then. <laughs> I should keep better records. <laughs> <laughs> Every dollar you get. What I should do is organize your life. <laughs> or not. We'll just keep sending you the same mug over and over again. Yeah. Um, and Axel and Naya. And then, yeah. That's awesome. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, you guys, so much. It's really Thanks, friggin friends. great. And that is all we out. have for today. Yep. So, happy Valentine's when, Day when one more this, time. When is this? 
Come this comes out Wednesday, so it will be it right really before will be Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. No, that or, is Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh. Aww, so, post, you know. Send us love. Yeah. And just, yeah. Okay. Don't kiss your dad. Right. Kiss Don't him. start a relationship with a relative. Yeah. Go on a date. With somebody you're not related to. Basically. And as a human. And you'll be good. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good rules for living. <laughs> another another really set of good advice from Just the Worst Podcast. We are nothing if not helpful. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, Kami. Hey, listeners of Just the Worst Podcast. This is your favorite Green Beret, Jeff Adamick host of Changing Hearts and Minds and Lessons in Leadership Band of Brothers podcasts. I'm coming straight into your ear holes, not just to interrupt your dose of Valentina and Patty as they help eliminate any small hopes left in your mind about humanity, but to remind you all about February 17th, 2018 and what's going to be going down in Kansas City, Missouri. Are we waging war with the emus? Planning a purity party? No, it's way better than all that. We're having a meetup, guys. Come to Kansas City, 17th February, 7 to 10 p.m. in the Big Rip Brewing Company, 216 East 9th Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri. Who will be meeting up? Good question. Patty Larson from Just the Worst Podcast will be there. Sam Culper from Breakers Podcast. Myself, Jeff Adamick. Brent and Brad from Sofa King Podcast. And there's a host from a whole bunch of other shows that are coming out. Like Hysteria 51's Brent Hand. The Ectoplasm Show's Jason Kupsik. Paranormal Frequency's David Glidden. Language of Romance's Sean Henninger. And Carrie McGinnis from the Blazing Caribou Studios. So make plans now to come out and meet all of us. What, what's that? Oh, you want some more info? Certainly. Go to kcpodcon.com for more info. That is kcpodcon.com for more information. I will bring all the awesome. Patty will bring all the worst. And the other hosts will bring all their talent. And we'll see you guys there, Kansas City, February 17th.